everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queenpin. Guys, I have a returning guest, Doug, and we're going to get into some new things. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back with Doug. So guys, I have returning guests and believe it or not, we had him on last year about this time, Doug Lawrence. So Doug was here last year introducing a book and this year he's got another book out. So Doug, for those that are just joining us for the first time or need a refresher on who you are, please introduce yourself to my listeners. And number one, thank you for, for having me. Um, my name is Doug Lawrence and I'm a international certified mentor. So I have uh, two designations. I'm a, a certified competent as a mentor and I'm also certified competent as a journey mentor. And uh, with both of those, uh, that just takes the whole mentoring concept to another level. I'm a retired Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer, having served 25 years in the RCMP and was stationed or posted to a number of locations throughout uh, throughout Canada. Um, and what I've what I did was I was working in our government. I believe I was still in the RCMP. No, I was actually in the private sector then working and then back into government again. And I was job coaching university students and that's what was the start of this whole mentoring uh, journey that I'm on today. So um, I'm, I have written uh, The Gift of Mentoring, which was uh, published in 2014. And I'm now uh, going to be publishing on the 17th of January my next book, which is You Are Not Alone, which talks about the aspect of mentoring being part of the, the support structure for mental health. Yes, yes. And I think one of the things that, okay, one thing that I do have to say is I'm still really thrown off by this whole Royal Mountie thing. I'm, I'm just I don't know. I always get pictures of people on a horse. Like we always hear about the Canadian Royal Mounties, but it's always like when I hear, when I hear you say that, it's like, wow, he actually did that. (laughs) But yeah, but one of the things that is truly, truly important at this time is mental health. We are seeing an uptick of mental health issues and people are finally admitting you know hey I I actually do need some sort of help I need whether it be anxiety or depression or some other you know condition or situation that they're going through where they realize hey I need to talk to somebody and one of the things that I like is that you're bringing mentorship into this 
which helps with all around wellness, if you know what I mean. Yes, correct. Yeah, most definitely. And, you know, here's the, I did a, uh, I, we put together a, a video, a book trailer to promote the book itself. And we had a couple of interesting stats that we had included in there. And uh, the guy that we had that did the voiceovers for us did absolutely a fabulous job. But one billion people globally today experience some sort of mental health challenge or issue. One billion people. And out of that, 400 million people are not able to get the help that they need. 400 million people are not able to get the, the help that they need. That's 40%. And that's scary. That's really scary. And that you know, is really scary. That, you know, it comes back to this sort of the analogy that I use in a lot of cases is that, you know, people are looking for that safe place. So they hide in the closet and, and they there's nothing more that they want to do than to be able to open that closet door, reach out and have somebody take their hand and say, I'm here, I will go on this journey with you. I will go on your healing journey with you. But we're not there yet. We're just not there yet. And I, I think that's, I think you bring out a very, very poignant point, which is we're not there yet, but we're seeing things happen. And how many times do you listen on the news and, so, and something happens and a person says, we had no clue. We had no clue that this person was going through that. We had no clue that this was going to happen. And a lot of times, you know, we always say hindsight is twenty twenty, but, you know, it's, it's in our faces and we're not, we're not seeing it. And sometimes it's as simple as, you know, smiling at a person or saying, simply sitting down and asking them, Hey, how are you doing? You know? So I think what you're doing with mentorship and question, how can a mentor, one, how can a person become a mentor? Because we've spoken a little bit about this before, but how can a person become a mentor? The, the first, the first and, and for me, the most obvious thing that you need to do is number one, you need to identify that you would love to be able to share your lived experience with somebody else and help them grow on a personal and a professional basis. And that I'm talking about mentoring from sort of the basics, not getting into it being part of the mental health piece yet, but just the basics. So understanding the, the concepts and, and the processes and all of that that are part of being an effective mentor, somebody that can create that deeper, richer mentoring experience. And how you go about doing that is that you go you, you do need to get some, some sort of training. And I will typically tell people, you know, that even if you took a one hour webinar or a one hour online course of some sort, or if you could take a half a day, or you can take something that's more in depth, you can go through the, the material that the international mentoring community provides for mentor certification. 
So you, you, there's some decisions you need to make as to where you see yourself in the mentoring space. And then from there, what we can always do is we can sort of map out, okay, here's the path that you need to take. Here are the things you need to do. So um, there's lots of great mentors out there, but a lot of them haven't taken the time to, to get the training. And so consequently, consequently, what happens is the mentoring experience that they provide to somebody else is maybe not as robust or as deep or rich as what it possibly could be. And so there's, you know, there's that part. The main thing to remember, there's four reasons mentoring programs fail, one of which is a lack of training. So I always tell people to don't fall into the trap of being one of those statistics where you're part of a failed mentoring program because the organization or you yourself didn't invest in some, some sort of training. Like I said, whether it's an hour, a half day, a couple of days or whatever, just make sure you get some training under your belt so that you understand what mentoring, what the concepts and processes are all about. Wow. Wow. Okay. Now, we did touch on this before, but what is the difference between a mentor and a journey mentor? Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's from a, if you were to look at it from a level perspective, your, um, your mentor, uh, so somebody that is certified competent as a mentor is somebody that um, has gone through the certification process and all of that. And typically they would be somebody that you would find working in, in an organization. They could be part of a, uh, a program that is providing mentoring. Like I know, for example, there are some programs out there that provide mentors to people, uh, military personnel transitioning from service life to civilian life. And they have a strong mentoring component that's part of that. There's also entrepreneur programs. There's the Sir Richard Branson Entrepreneur Program in the Caribbean where um, they provide mentors to, or to people that are starting businesses in the Caribbean. So there's all kinds of, of different approaches and different ones. The journey mentor is one that is, when that was created by the international mentoring community, it was created to mentor the mentors. So to be able to guide people through a certification process so that they don't stumble and fall and kind of throw their hands up in the air and say, obviously this isn't for me and, and they move on. The journey, mentor okay. will, the journey mentor will help them see that. And the other part that the journey mentor does is that's somebody that you would find that would be kind of your mental health mentor. They would be somebody who has the lived experience that they're going to be able to, uh, to be able to work with somebody to help somebody move through the healing process um, and be able to help them change, change their life basically is what, what ends up happening is it's a life changing, life altering experience working with a mentor. So, um, that would definitely, uh, sort of be how I would describe those two. Okay. Okay. So, okay. You wrote your first book. Now we're on to 
you're not alone. You know, you talked about what inspired this book, but what made you say, okay, this isn't something I just want to teach? Because I think a lot of times now people are going the angle of, hey, let's have this masterclass. Let's have this, you know, Zoom conference. What made you say, okay, this has to be written down. This doesn't, this doesn't necessarily have to be a webinar. No, it, it doesn't. And what made me decide to go down the path that we're going is number one, it was conversations with a lot of people who were dealing with um, post-traumatic stress themselves. A lot of people who were saying that there's a place for you in this whole mental health field where using mentoring tools, concepts, and processes that you, you're going to be able to make a difference. And that was the big thing was that I wanted to, we wanted to uh, be able to make a difference, to change the world, to make it a better place. And I know that it can be done using mentoring as a way to do that. So that was sort of the driving force behind it. And the fact that I myself had uh, experienced as a result of my service in the Royal, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, I myself came away from that with uh, post-traumatic stress, didn't know it at the time. But when I started to do the research and that for the book, I went, oh my goodness. Now I understand why I was such a jerk. I understand now why, you know, my inner circle of, of close friends and that kept getting smaller. It was because nobody really wanted to be around me. I was just not a nice person. And, and there was no support that was available, well, obviously not when we didn't recognize what I was dealing with at the time, but it was that there was no support structure in place uh, with the organization that I worked with. And so something had to be done. And that's when I said, okay, I'm, I'm the one that's going to have to do this. And I'm the one that's going to put things into place that is going to provide people another branch of the support structure that they can reach out to. Nice, nice. So here is, here is my question to you is when did you actually say, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. And, and I mean this personally for yourself, because I think there's, there's one, there's one point of saying, yeah, okay, this is, this is, and, and, and I say this because I know a lot of people have recently started getting the idea of, you know, well, this is just who I am now. So when did you realize, you know what, I've, I've got to change things around for myself? It, it would have been probably a couple of years ago now, if not even a bit more. And one of the startling uh, things that happened to me that reinforced, I need to, I need to change myself, but I also need to be able to help others go through that same process was I was, I was actually delivering men mentor training 
to an organization in in Manitoba, and I I brought my wife Deborah along with me as I sometimes did, and so we were delivering this uh, segment, and and part of the the piece that I was talking to the people about was mental health and how as a mentor you need to be able to recognize when somebody is struggling and and then from there you there's some steps you can go through and um there was i talked about my own personal experience on and i talked about how how i had gone through a time where i i basically turned to alcohol to mask my my feelings to to mask my behavior and all of that and i wasn't really a great person and i made a statement that you know fortunately i said i had you know my good wife was here with me today and and my two children they became my support structure and my wife uh who was never shy about making her comments or making her thoughts and feelings known said and he's lucky that he did because he doesn't know how close he came to losing the three of us wow wow and i you know i i remember that night getting back to the hotel and saying did you mean that and she said well i really meant that that you you do not realize how close you came to losing us if you had not have changed we were gone Wow. Wow. And I think one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to her for saying that. And I'm, the other thing I have to say is I'm grateful to you for accepting it because I'm also noticing there are people that, you know, come up with the, so what attitude it's, it's kind of a false bravado. Their ego starts to and their pride starts to rise and not allow them to realize that, hey, you know, I need to accept that help. And they could lose a lot. They could lose a lot. So, wow. Thank you both. Thank you both. Thank, you know, thank her for saying that. And thank you for accepting that. And it's, it's so, it's so crazy that, that, that is such a pivotal moment. That is such a pivotal moment. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, yeah, no, no problem at all. Because it, it's, I can still, I still remember to this very day where we were, where we were both standing and or sitting and out of the, out of her mouth popped those words. And I went, it, it made me take a step backwards because I just, I got thinking, Okay, we we could have had this conversation in private, maybe, but uh, we didn't. And I think I'm glad, not I, I am glad that it took place the way it did, because when you talk about making an impression on somebody that your dis life, your life decisions maybe were not the best that you could have made. And here is an outcome that could have happened had you not have done what you did, which was to uh, 
turned my life around so that I became that that role model, that stronger person to, to deal with the mental health that I was experiencing, but also to be able to share that experience with other people to help them on their journey. And that is awesome. That is awesome. Oh my gosh. So you take that moment and we move forward and you realize that, guess what? There are other people out there that need the help. And I think even for myself, one of the things that was explained to me recently is when we think of trauma, we think of some big, huge, traumatic experience. But actually, it was explained to me that trauma is big for the person. It's big for their emotions. It's big for their reactions. But it doesn't necessarily have to be something so mind-blowing, which is what we always think, that it has to be this mind-blowing thing that happens, you know, where everyone gets to see it. No, traumas come in all shapes and sizes. And that, and that's what we need to understand. It's just that our personal experience with the trauma is how we, how we deal with it and how it is to us. And, and the one thing I definitely want to say to listeners is what seems like it may be tiny to you maybe a megaton to someone else it's their world it's everything so never never discard what someone is going through if they tell you that they're going through and you're like hey you know what if you don't know how to handle it maybe put them in the direction of someone like Doug who does know how to handle it someone that can help them get through it and sometimes it may be as simply, simple as saying, you know what, I'm here to listen. I may not know how to handle it, but we will take this on together. And that's just simply coming from a friend's standpoint. So, yeah. Because yeah, mental health is real. Mental health is real. It's from my perspective, I've. I, when I talk about mental health now, I call it the silent pandemic. Yes, yes, because that's actually what it's become. It's become the silent pandemic. It's become more rampant than anything we know, you know, um, from, like I said, from anxiety to depression to, you know, other, other conditions. It has become very large. And I am, I will have to say kudos to the health community, because it's actually finally the health community that, that is recognizing people like you, Doug, that are taking on the initiative and saying, hey, we need to have a more well-rounded stance on this. We need to take a bigger lead on this. And they are linking regular medical doctors with mental health physicians so that people can get the support they need in and out of the doctor's office. So I, I, I'm, I, I, I hats off to you for doing this because this is awesome to me. 
and you know the, the there's lots of lots is maybe a stretch but there are groups of individuals who have recognized that we need to do more and they are trying to get you know trying to get different models and stuff out there to sort of see how what's going to work the best in order to be able to make sure that people aren't aren't left asking the question well i reached out for help and there was no one there now what do i do and we want to be able to alleviate that as much as we possibly can and that's why you know with you are not alone i've planted a seed now with everybody to be able to say you know uh, here's an opportunity using mentoring processes concepts and, and techniques to be able to provide another avenue for people to get the guidance and the assistance that they're looking for and it's not from the you know the the mentoring part of it doesn't doesn't prescribe we don't uh, we're not assessing somebody we're not doing anything that is normally done by a counselor somebody who has got a degree in social work a psychologist a psychiatrist all of those people have functions or roles that need to be played in the mental health space the mentor is just somebody that's going to listen and hear what that person is experiencing and what they're going to be able to do. They're going to listen and hear and be non-judgmental. I some of the people that I'm working with, they'll they'll go, they'll start to share what they're feeling and how it's how it's how it's impacting their life and that they don't want any of my advice. They just want me to sit there and listen and hear what they're saying and to be non-judgmental. And if you as a mentor have got those skills, good listening and hearing skills, you we've got a place for you to be able to use those skills to be able to help others on their healing journey. That is awesome. That is awesome. So one of the things is, your book is coming out on the 17th, correct? 17th of January, yep. And where will they be able to get a hold of your amazing book? They, right now, it's available for pre-order on the Amazon website. So you can actually go in and pre-order the book and it will be shipped. Uh, it'll, it's an e-book that you would get. It would be automatically shipped to uh, whatever email address you provide um, on the 17th. Well, guys, you heard it's available for pre-order. We pre-order just about everything. So definitely make sure you are on pre-order for your copy. And it's instantaneous. This way you're getting it to your email and you can look at it on whatever device, whether it be your tablet, your phone, you know, your e-reader, you can definitely get this book. So this isn't something you have to wait for to come in the mail. And if someone is looking to be a mentor, how do they contact you? So they can um, take a look at my LinkedIn profile. So just do a search on Doug Lawrence and you'll be able to find me and, and then just message me from there. The easiest way that I find for people to reach out to me and, and they do is to just contact me by email. And my email address is Doug dot lawrence l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e at 
talent C. So the word talent was the letter C on the end, dot CA. And I'll do my very uh, utmost to get back to you as quickly as I possibly can. Awesome, awesome. So in case you're wondering, of course, you guys know all of his information will be in the show notes so you won't miss a thing. Doug, it has been amazing having you back on. Thank you for what you are doing, not only for mentoring, but for the mental health community. And it sounds really strange, but thank you for listening. Thank you for accepting because if you wouldn't have, we wouldn't have the great information that you have to offer. Thank you very much. And thank you for the opportunity to, to come back on your show. I truly appreciate the opportunity. So guys, I hope that you got a lot of those gems that Doug was dropping again. Yes, again. So definitely check out his information is in the show notes. So of course you will not miss a thing, but as always guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other and happy shopping. Hey, this is P Perkins Heard from the Trep Life Podcast and you are listening to the CQP Moments Podcast. Remember to subscribe, share and enjoy.